two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Nothing. Just getting off work. Um, getting, dude. I'm getting these calls. You ever get calls from numbers uh, that you don't know, but yeah, but they come. I'm getting calls from Washington D.C. Uh, every like, like every hour, and it only rings for like a millisecond. It's like, and then miss call. Oh, that's frustrating. How long is this going up? For like five days. I'll miss like, I'm talking like 15 or 20 a day. God damn, that is absurd. Have you uh, looked up the number at all? I try to call it back and it's like student loan forgiveness or something. But I don't have any, I, I mean, I did just take out a student loan for Pod U. Yeah. But, you know, but, you know, it's, it's 50,000 a semester. Hey, it's pricey, man. But it's totally. You gotta learn the ropes. <laughs> you gotta learn how to podcast. So, uh, so I don't know what to do about this. Like, I've tried blocking. We just tried blocking all the numbers, and then I just got another one. Like, they're all different numbers. Like, what? If, what have I been hacked, Jeff? Have I been compromised? What's going on here? Yeah, yeah, you've you've been hacked. <laughs> uh, but I traditionally done is I'll, I'll like fucking just put the number in like a google search and see what's up and like 75 percent of the time it's something fishy that that doesn't help them calling you or not but like you can i don't know that, that's tricky because for you they only call for half a second like you don't even have time to answer and say and like threaten them like stop fucking calling me Oh, because you know I'd love to threaten. Yeah. I remember back when we used to make prank calls, I would accidentally th- do threats, and then we would get scared. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can't do threats on a prank call. Be like, what, did you just tell him you're going to kill him? Like, yeah, so what? <laughs> no, but I wish I could. I wish I could get, I wish there was like a service that you'd call, like, here's the number, and you, you know, let him know that we're going to come and kill him. Yeah. Yeah, that probably is. <laughs> Well, well, we'll go and kill him for you. Yeah. Or the extermination. It's one of those uh, robot voices. 
we will come and kill your family. Yeah. No, but it's really annoying. So that's what I've been going through today. Hell yeah. That's frustrating. So they call you at work. Oh yeah, they don't, it's like, I don't there's a million reasons why I get phone numbers, phone calls all day long. Uh, one of them being that my phone number was all over the, or still is all over the internet, uh, for the catering business. <laughs> so that, yeah, that's true. That's not a good thing. And then, um, <laughs> one time when I was, didn't have health insurance and had to like, I had to give me some Obamacare. Yeah. Uh, like, you put your number into any of those websites, and then they sell it to a thousand companies, and I'm still getting calls for that. You do that with any website now, Eric. I know, but that... You fucking put your number in for a Domino's delivery, and you'll get fucking hundreds of calls. And texts. I just I, got... I get a call from a place called Buffalo, Illinois, every day at 8.15 in the morning-ish. Good God. And where is Buffalo, Illinois? I, I, I've i never heard of it in my entire life. It's bullshit. Yeah. Are, are we sure there's a buff? Did you ever look it up? No. I'm looking this up. Buffalo, like Buffalo, New York? Let, let me double check. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. Let me double check. <laughs> Buffalo, Illinois. Uh, I got one from Cobb, Illinois today. That's That's new. Well, Macomb's real. Yeah, so Buffalo, Illinois hasn't called me since the end of September, but they called me. It's a 217 area code. Oh, it's real, but it's tiny. It's a real place? Yeah, it's a village in, let's see, Buffalo is a village in Sagamon, Sands, God, I'm horrible at reading, Sangamon <laughs> County, Illinois. The population I was... I not paying the bills yet. Yeah. <laughs> God damn, dude. I hope I didn't get hosed on this pod you thing. Yeah. I can't even read. It, it has a population of 503. 503. Damn. So this probably, I don't know if that's just where the nearest cell phone tower is. It's part of the... I don't know how they okay. determine that shit. Like, when you get a phone call from an area code. Like, for, for 309, it normally says Peoria. But... 309 is also Bloomington. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. It's it's in the Springfield area. That's all I can tell you. It's a village. Okay, so someone's called me from Springfield area. Yep. 8.15 every morning. No, but they'll do it like like you said. These businesses will text you. It's like, what the fuck? I bought uh, CBD oil for Lexi for my dog because she's got like real bad arthritis and stuff. Yeah. From this place called Your CBD Store. And of course, like, they hook you in. They're like, well, if you join our, our text listing, you get 20% off. And it was like a $45, $50 bottle. I was like, well, fuck, I gotta, yeah. I gotta do that. Yeah. So I do that. Uh, that that's, that's just the, uh, the weed dispensary game. That's how, they keep, that's how they keep their clients reeled in. Yeah, I mean, I, I they, get texts on the rake from my dispensary, but like, like with with deals. Yeah. Well, I mean, shit. If it was if it was actual weed for human consumption, I think I'd be a lot, I'd be a lot happier about it. But it's like, no, we're I just buying it for my dog. We're cool. Okay, 
I only hey, they're, just, they're, they're gearing up for 2020, Eric, when they can sell you the pot. That's true. But it's just like it's it's every like once a week at least they'll send me like a coupon. It's like we're not through the bottle yet, lady. It's yeah. just I don't know. It's just annoying. It's just <laughs> fucking annoying, man. These calls. You gotta be rubbing CBD oil all over you, Sam, Lexi, Charlie. Everyone's getting it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they keep giving twenty percent off. I gotta keep buying. <laughs> just CBD it out, man. So. There's that. I went to Sam's Club on the way home. Nice. Do they have Sam's Club in uh, Denver? Uh, pro- yeah, yeah, probably. I don't see it, but I'm pretty sure it's here. Uh, had to get some shit, some other shit that I couldn't get from. Oh fuck! I thought that was one of them. I was like, you motherfucker! I thought that was a CBD fucking twenty percent off. Uh, right on cue. Yeah. Anyway, I had to get some shit for uh, this weekend's my last catering job, Jeff. Ever? Done. Ever Done, bitch. Hanging it up, huh? I'm a full time podcaster now. Cater off. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Cater off, bitch. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. I'm what, what what, uh, you got a wedding or what? Yeah, it's a wedding. Uh, nice. what, what, what's the final meal? The Last Supper, if you will. The Last Supper is a taco bar. Fuck yeah. Real simple taco bar. White guy yeah. tacos. Nothing yeah, nothing crazy. Let the audience do the work. <sighs> so, uh, so I had to get some last second shit there um, that I couldn't get at GFS or Kroger. I pissed some lady off hardcore at GFS. Okay, well, it's like a mini Sam's Club, but more geared towards restaurants. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, so, I, this is, this is, this is, this is a great example of how, like, I can be so dumb sometimes. Like, I don't know what's wrong with my brain. (laughs) But I, I, I literally, I'm, I'm about to check out my... Like, there's nobody up front. Their cashiers, like, they're always short-staffed. they got to run around a lot. So, like, the cashier's not always right there. You know what I mean? He might go stock some shelves real quick, and then when he sees you come up, he runs up and does it. Yeah. So, I got my cart in the checkout lane. It's it's stacked. It's two carts, Jeff. Oh, shit. I got, yeah, we do. I, yeah, I got two carts. I got an order wait, I placed wait, online. I got Hang on, they, they don't give you, like, a, a giant uh, a dolly of sorts like they do at uh, Sam's Club or Home Depot? Like a flat cart? Yeah, flat cart. That's what I was looking for. No, no. I got uh, just fat, fat-ass carts like they do at, like they have at Sam's. Okay. And, because uh, I had to place an order online and then I had to pick up shit in store. So I had two full carts. <laughs> and this lady's like... Comes up to me, I'm like in the other aisle looking at the candy bars. And she's like, are you in line? And I'm like, yep. And I just walk right back over there. Oh, and the, God. And then the, <laughs> the, the cashier runs up and starts, beep, checking me out, you know, doing all this shit. And then all of a sudden, and I just like turn around and look at that lady that talked to me. And she literally has three items. Oh, God, Eric. And I have, I have $600 worth of groceries. <laughs> And that's a literal figure. That's how much I spent there. 
So I here I am with six hundred dollars worth of groceries, and she's got three, and she's like not old, but like she's like fifty probably, like looks like an apostolic Christian or something. She's, yeah, you ruined her day. Oh, it gets worse. So now, so we're going, and I'm like, oh, fuck, what am I going to do? Like, I can't back out now. Like, what the f- what the fuck am I going to do? So she she rings up my order. It's like, when you order online, it gets this piece of paper, and they scan the barcode on the paper, and that's how they ring in your order to pay for. Yeah. She hits the scan, and it's like, beep, beep, burr. Like, it makes all these crazy noises. I'm like, uh-oh. And she's like... <laughs> She's like, oh, it says item not found. I, I don't know how much these beans cost. And I was like, I, I don't know how much they cost. They didn't have a price online either. She's like, well, I got to go, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, hold on. I'm like, can we just cancel? You've only rang in a couple things and we'll let her go. And then we'll we'll figure this thing out. She's like, nope, I'm, I'm already locked in. <laughs> So the she's lady, locked in. she's locked in. I don't know what that okay. means, but she, she's, I'm in the zone, baby. Yeah, she's in the zone. She said she's locked in. I turned around to the lady and I like look at her like, oh fuck. And she turns around and goes back to the freezer, puts her shit back and storms out of there in a huff. Jesus Christ. And at that point I, I did a heel turn in my brain. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. at, at first I felt bad, but then she was a bitch about it, so I was like, oh, fuck you then. Yeah. Like, I wanted to fucking double middle finger on the way out. Like, oh, fuck you, I was here first. Like, I just totally, I just totally did a heel turn, you know what I mean? I was, I felt really bad, and then two seconds later, I hated her. Well, it all depends on the, yeah, the reaction. Like, you did all, like, once you realized what was going on, you tried to right the wrong, goddammit. Yeah, I did, I did my best. Don't ask me why I didn't have the, the, the fucking common decency to think of that in the first place. I think I just... Well, I mean, you, you, you answered her fucking question. She asked if you were in line, which you were. Just checking out some candy. Yeah. I think, I think that's what it is. I think... When she asked me, I just, you know, turned around and said yes, but I didn't notice that she only had three things until we were already yeah. underway. Yeah, it's instinctive. So, that happened there. Well, like I said, you ruined her day, definitely. She was probably talking about that all through dinner to her husband. Oh, yeah. She was one of those, like, I don't know what they are. The 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 women that wear, like, the long jeans jean skirts with a tight bun. Uh, Christian, usually. I like stereotype. Well, yeah, I mean, it's something. I mean, this is a look. Like, there's a lot of women that are dressed like this. I don't know. I guess it's just, I guess they're just hardcore Christians. I don't know. Uh, yeah, something like that. <laughs> um, I just called her AC earlier. I was like, she's some apostolic Christian. That's probably not far off. But I don't even know what that means. Uh, they all blend together. <laughs> so what'd you do today? Uh, so far, I mean, you're halfway done with work before I got up. But uh, so far, I just uh, engaged in some boom DDT yoga, had oh. some coffee, and uh, watched watched some uh, NBA shows. Wait, what's what NBA shows? Uh, the jump. Oh, okay. So how far away are we, Jeff? What, from uh, 
from a 30 second bulls update well that might be happening actually I, I gotta plug this now I'm gonna have a quick unofficial boom 30 boom DDT 30 second bulls update but <laughs> you didn't work for me I never enrolled <laughs> yeah so that again uh, unofficial 30 second bulls update right now okay how far how many weeks away are we well, the uh, regular season starts Wednesday, not next Wednesday, but the Wednesday after. So depending oh, on when fuck. we record, the actual uh, official 30-second Bulls update might be back next week. Damn. Yeah, it, it crept up on us, baby. Always does, basketball does. But uh, Bulls fans, the fucking Chicago Bulls are hosting uh, your boy Zion Williamson. Number one overall draft pick, that uh, Monstar Duncan motherfucker. Yep. What, what do you know about Zion, Eric? Are you, are you privy to this guy? Uh, I mean, that's all I know. I mean, they everybody was hype on him, but, you know, I'm casual when it comes to college. I mean, that's, that's a gross overstatement as well. I'm much less than casual. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> so, uh... The only thing, like, I know everybody was hype on him, but every clip I saw was just a dunk. So I'm like, eh, I don't know. Just because you could dunk, dunk doesn't mean you're going to be fucking LeBron. Yeah, I mean, everyone claims that, uh, you know, he's got more to his game than that. Right now, I just see a big boy who's a small forward, way too big for his position, probably not going to be as quick. Wait, uh, he, he can dunk, and he's a, he's, he's a bully in the paint but he's a small forward. So, like, he's too chunky, or what are you saying? Yeah, he's 6'6", 285. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty chunky. He's a basketball player that's chunky. Yeah. Um, I mean, people are, like, ready to suck this man's toes. <laughs> I love how you went toes there. I, was, I thought for sure we were getting a dick. But we're, no, su- no. we're sucking toes, okay? <laughs> but yeah, so uh, he'll be playing in the preseason tonight in the United Center. Uh, this is being recorded on a Wednesday for anyone listening in the future. Uh, who does he play for again? I can't even remember. New Orleans with uh, Lonzo yes. Ball and Brandon, Ing- Brandon Ingram and J.J. Redick. I think that's about it. Okay. That's literally the entire team. No, <laughs> well, hell yeah. Yeah, should be fun. When's that game? Basketball's back at it. When's that game? The preseason game tonight uh, on ESPN. 7 o'clock Central, 6 o'clock Mountain. Cool. You know what I just saw? Uh, was uh, I forgot that Raw's coming to Denver next week. Are you still going? I haven't bought a ticket. I need to talk to some people, see who's coming with me, man. Yeah. All I want to know is who's coming with me. That, uh... I'll be going for sure. Oh, hell yeah. You're going to get the draft. Well, we're going to get the second... We're going to get the B-roll draft now. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed they switched that. Oh, yeah, Jeff. This is... This is legit... Uh, SmackDown is the A show now. That's what they want us. That's what they're positioning as for sure. 
I'm not buying it until I've seen it for at least a quarter of a season. And it's still being pictured as the A-show. I mean, it's crazy. We, they built that Raw brand for years. Like, it's 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 a wild little uh, take. But they're really going all out with this Fox shit. Yeah, they, they, it's just heavy money, probably. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you saw what they did. They had a bunch of bullshit on there. Aaron Andrews and a bunch of people who don't care about wrestling. Yeah, Aaron Andrews was disgusting. <laughs> just stay off SmackDown, lady. Uh, what else, that's Jeff? That's not misogynistic. That's just get out of here. No, I understand. This is that last lady. It, it leaned that way. Yeah, when that's said, why I clarified, lady. <laughs> Get off my my sports, lady. Yeah. Uh, no. I don't know if we talked about this last week, but uh, no Renee on Fox. There was no Renee on the announce team? No. Just Corey and Cole. I don't know why people hate on Renee. I, I, don't, I don't see it like that. Did you like Renee? Yeah. I did too. I don't. I don't understand. Like, there's a consensus in the uh, IWC or the yeah the IWC Internet Wrestling Community that uh, Renee Young sucks, and I don't agree. Not at all. Definitely better than Aaron Andrews. Well, I mean, just better than uh, not. I mean, not historically better than uh, Coach, but better than no. but better than Coach's last run. In my opinion. Uh, his la- yeah, his last run was rough. And it's not like he's not... He's probably a more polished broadcaster than she is, no matter what. But his just last run wasn't good. I don't know why. Uh, well, yeah, it's, it's, he's better with... Uh, Coach is better with a two-man. That way he can just play the heel and have the room to talk. When he's the third man in that fucking booth, then it just gets wacky. Yeah. He's trying to compete with Cole's dad ass <laughs> and Corey always has to get his two cents and his quirky little notes in. Yeah. Well, like Jim Ross always says, man, that three man booth is a killer. It it's, is. It's very hard. Which is kinda of weird why he's doing a three man booth with Excalibur. Get Excalibur. wait. Yeah, Excalibur. Yeah. Yeah. Get it's, him out of there. No, yeah. I I'm sure he would agree. He's I haven't listened to his show in weeks, but I remember he used to say he'd prefer a two-man, but it's not his decision. Right. <clears throat> no, I mean, like, you, you sent me the uh, picture a couple weeks back of uh, the announced team lineups, and Renee was still uh, on the card to beat down SmackDown with Corey and Cole, and I showed up to watch Friday Night SmackDown, and we just got the pair of lonely guys at the bar. Yeah. Yeah, it's not good, man. I I heard a take that Cole should uh, should uh, move on to producing, which I don't know if that would make it any better or not, but it would get him off screen. Yeah, like he, uh, you know, he, I don't know. I think he's gonna try and ride out this longevity thing. That's the only thing he's got going for him. Is he's been doing it since he died. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, like, what if it would have been Phillips and Graves? If 
you know, I, I I don't know how you felt about Phillips. I liked him better than Cole. He's just Cole Light, and this guy on Raw is now turning into Cole Ultralight. Like, they all do the same fucking little add-ins. And you know it's just Vince getting in the ear, but that's Vince conditioning Cole and Cole conditioning Vince for 20 years. Yeah. And it's just know, like sucks. robotic speak. It really well, does I suck. I an example off the top of my head, but I don't. I heard it again last night on Raw. I'm like, God damn, that was Michael Cole, 100%. Well, I know. And Vic sometimes sounds like Michael Cole. Yeah. I, yeah, it's just this weird tone that all white announcers that are middle-aged have to take. Yeah. Now, I know exactly what you're saying. It's all true. It's just fucking whoever's in his ear, if it's Vince or whoever else is producing, it's just, they all sound the same. Damn shame. It is. Um, but yeah, I, wa- I watched Raw uh, once again in my car. Car Raw. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I watch Raw while I'm driving. I don't recommend it to anybody else. No, I don't, I don't really watch it. It just kind of sits there, but I listen. Um, yeah. But... Uh, Oh, well, before we get to Raw, we got to talk about Hell in Cell. I was going to say, you skipped over I, I skipped a part. I forgot this This uh, this wrestling week is just crazy nowadays. It's every it, time, it really is. Every time you turn around, somebody's wrestling. Yep. But, um, yeah, we had Hell in the Cell. Let me pull up the card so I can get a refresher here. Because we had a lot of sandwich matches. Yeah. Uh, like you and me discussed, uh, last week we only had four matches to do predictions on so we knew we were in store for a lot of surprises not good surprises no not really i mean like i said there were so many sandwich matches i gained like 60 pounds (laughs) yeah a lot of things every time i match him i'm like i'm gonna get something to eat (laughs) (laughs) uh and we missed natalia versus lacy or at least i did i never watched that that was a pre-show Oh, did they do something pre-show? Yeah. Which, like... Uh, was it just a normal match? Yep, just Natalia versus Lacey. Uh, Natty wins by submission. Okay. But um, that's kind of how a lot of these unannounced matches went. You know, it was Gable versus Corbin that we've already seen. Yeah. You know what I mean? They kind of recycled a few things. Oh, it's totally recycled. But, but uh, we started off strong, Eric. Yeah, that was a good. The first match was good. The first match was the Raw Women's Championship, the first of two Hell in a Cell matches. The Blueprint, Sasha Banks, fucking Smurf, versus the man, Becky One Belt, Becky Lynch. Did you? Oh, you said the Blueprint. Yeah. Okay. What did you think I said? <laughs> I didn't know. I was like, what, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, uh, Blueprint. So, uh, this match, it basically, like, how long did they spend in the ring before they went out and got creative? Because basically what happened, Sasha attacked Becky as the cell was lowering and gave her a suplex to the ramp. And then the match didn't get started until we got them in the ring 
Beckett, I mean, Sasha with the slight advantage because of that. But then once they got in the ring, the bell rang, and, like, I swear to God, they were in there for maybe 30 seconds to a minute before they got out and got uh, crafty. <laughs> yeah, there wasn't much fucking around. They got crafty well, man. They did a lot of wacky-ass spots. Yeah, the chair in the corner with the kendo sticks. Yeah. That was a cool one. Now, what what ended up happening? Was that a drop kick from the top? Or no, a running one did. It was a running what? Was it a running drop kick that Becky did to when Sasha was uh, up in the chair in the corner? Man, I'm trying to remember. I don't remember if she, it was something like that. Either that or she just threw her into it. No. Yeah, I think. Like they were using weapons out the ass. No, yeah, you were. Yeah, I think it was like an apron run drop kick. Oh uh, yeah. It, it was good, man. They had kendo sticks and chairs, uh, ladders. Was there a table? I think there was a table. She got it out, but did they ever use it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sasha did a. Uh, I can't remember if it was a crossbody or what it was, but uh, Becky was standing in front of the table and had to like jump up to get the get the hit. And then go through the table. So it looked a little wacky. Yeah. You know, clearly jumped into it from yeah. the angle that the had. But it's still good, man. I mean, you think, what, what else could they have done, really? Like, if they went straight forward and not used weapons, that would not have been a good match. Because it's Becky and Sasha. There's no, like, overwhelming power there. Yeah. No, it wouldn't have. So they, they did a great job. I, I was... I was 110% mark mode here. I had my Becky shirt clenched in my fist wrapped around my neck. <laughs> Just nervous like like Wolf is during a Bears game. Oh, yeah. He was getting real pissed at this last Bears game. Yeah. It was pretty hilarious. <laughs> I'm sure. He was like, there was a part where uh, um, there was... You know, like something that happened that stops the clock, and and we were running out of time, and it happened. And Wolf's like, "Call a fucking timeout!" <laughs> and I'm like, "What?" I'm like, "I'm pretty sure the clock stops." And then he's like, "I thought it." <laughs> he's like, "I thought it kept going." I was like, "Yeah, clearly." <laughs> I mean, he yelled it as loud as he could. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That yell that you only find during football season. Yeah. And he, he had the Bears losing after, like, a, like it was before the end of the first quarter. Shit, I did, too. No, I know. It wasn't a crazy take. It was just a classic Wolf take. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anytime they fall behind, they've already lost. Clearly. And they did lose. So, yep. hell of a prediction, Wolf. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but I thought we had him for a second. I thought the I thought for sure they were gonna come back and win. It looked that way, but de- yeah, defense uh, gonna get there. Uh, I don't know why Nagy uh, decided to fly the team out on Friday. The announcer said something like, right at the start of the game, like, "Oh, John Gruden's team got here Monday. They learned from last year." 
that guy the other hand got here Friday like it's treated like it's a normal week. I'm like, well, that seems like a little bit of an oversight, Maggie. So, yeah, that seems really dumb. Yeah. Because what's the flight like? Let me look this up. Any ideas? I swear to God it was longer when I took it about 15 years ago. But I want to say 10 hours at least. Chicago to London. 10 hours? Well, so so yeah, it would be hard. So the Raiders got there on Monday? Yeah, as soon as they got done with their game, Drew said he didn't want any excuses. So he just, we're going to fly out there, man. <laughs> I don't want any excuses, man. Knock if you're with me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. All right, I almost got it here. Oh, God. They're making me put in dates. I just want to know. No, Eric, you can't do that. You got to put in a full fucking itinerary. This is You're going down a bad path. I'm, hold on here. I might have to call customer support. That's what we should do is just call uh, customer support and ask them uh, how long it takes to get from Chicago to London. <laughs> if I could three-way this call. Give it a shot. <laughs> it's it's being a bitch. I don't know. What were we talking about, Jeff? Hell in the Cell? We're, yeah, Hell in the Cell. <laughs> I'm going to come back to this once I figure this out for you. Go ahead. Alright. So, yeah, um... Ended up, Becky won this son bitch with a disarmer, submission style. She's she's eating up the crowd, loving it, and Sasha's just sobbing as she walks up the ramp, just looking completely defeated. How, how's that blueprint going, Sasha? You gonna dye your hair again? Oh, not as pathetic as what we'd witness later. Yeah, that's true. Because it just went downhill for the Boston Hug connection. Yeah, Might as well get to that, because we just had a bunch of Sammies in the way. Yeah. Let's, let's go to that. SmackDown Women's Championship. Champion Bailey aligned with Sasha, I, although neither was out there for the other's match. Yeah, kind of whack. What, uh, what kind of friend is that? Yeah, seriously. Maybe you should go back to therapy and put on Raw for a couple of boring-ass weeks. Anyway, <laughs> Bailey versus the nine-time champion, Eric's marking favorite, Charlotte Flair. Yep. And th- this is a pretty good match, but it was super fast. Yeah, the match is only ten minutes, which by pay-per-view standards is pretty quick if it's not a sandwich. This was not a sandwich. This was the uh, runner-up to the main event. Yeah. Which traditionally is a sandwich, but not in this case. Yeah. Because, yeah. as, as Eric noted, we had about eight sandwiches throughout the pay-per-view. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was, uh, like I said, it was just too short. They they had a, like, they were getting good pop from the crowd. Like, there was lots of Charlotte. Uh, Some Bailey, too. That's what I'm saying. Charlotte, Bailey, competing chance, you know. Well, Charlotte's living in that uh, area where she's not face or heel right now. It's really strange. No makeup. I don't know what's going on there. It's like a reset. Yeah. Yeah, like what's going on with her her face? Is that what you're saying? I mean, just her in general. Like, she's really, like, not giving much personality to a face or heel. And then I've just noticed the last couple weeks, like, 
even with the SmackDown debut and everything, she's coming out straight, no makeup. That's like, what most I'm saying. Ladies dress up to the nines for these debuts and these pay per view matches. Yeah, she's uh, she looks crazy, which is like yeah. perfect. Like if I was if I worked for WWE, I'd be like, you know, Charlotte Flair is legit crazy. So why don't we just let her be her? You know what Hell I mean? Yeah. Like that shit could be like she looks insane. And like yeah. I bet she is. Like you look you read the Wikipedia page and you're like, yeah, this person's probably crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's got some she's got some crazy history. She's got a couple I, I mean she's got some divorces and some domestic stuff. You know what I mean? Oh, like <laughs> as far as I remember, but I just remember <laughs> I remember, yeah, seriously. So I'm just like, if I'm working for the WWE, I'm like, let's just let Charlotte be Charlotte. Yeah. It's an 11-hour flight, Jeff. Oh! 11 that, hours, Shy City to London, huh? That's what it says, one stop. And one. we're going we're gonna to do that 48 hours before the fucking game, huh? Well, I don't know, because I don't know what I'm reading, because then I got a non-stop, 7-hour, 45 minutes... But it says O-R-D to L-G-W. O-R-D. Yeah, that's O'Hare. That's O'Hare, okay. Yeah, that's the airport code. Okay. So maybe you can get there in eight hours? I guess certain planes drive faster. I <laughs> <laughs> don't know what to tell you, man. So, eight hours. I guess it's not terrible, but I mean, when did you leave Friday, I guess is the question. I don't know. Seems kind of silly. At least get there a couple days earlier. Yeah. Oh, well. Bears lose. I'm glad they lost for a bye so they don't get complacent. Yeah, that's one way to think of it. I guess. Uh, Whatever. It's bowl season. Yeah, so, uh, Charlie retains, Jeff. Or I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Charlotte. Charlotte wins. Charlotte wins. Ten-time champion. <laughs> How long has she been in the business? Five years. <laughs> uh, like on the main roster. Yeah, we need we need to slow her motherfucking roll. Yeah, seriously, we we both agreed. Even as a Charlotte Mark, I agreed that uh, like this really didn't do anything for Charlotte. Definitely didn't do anything for Bailey. Yeah. It was just a total Fox move. It was whack. Yeah, they just want a recognizable face. Like, oh, that's a daughter of Ric Flair. So every country ass can get back into wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's stupid, dude. Like I said, it doesn't it doesn't do anything for anybody. And so what we were uh, pointing out earlier, Bailey afterwards was like just sobbing right in front of the uh, ring, just sitting on the ground, sobbing, and, like, throw, just throwing a hissy fit, really. Like, it's very, like, I would expect Sasha and Bailey had... Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. At Zenny, we believe everyone deserves access to high-quality, affordable eyewear. 
That's why we offer stylish prescription glasses for men, women, and kids starting at just $6.95. Our online factory direct model cuts out the metal men, so you save. At Zenni, you get the same quality frame and lens options that you'd get from an optician for one-tenth of the price, including blue blockers, progressives, prescription sunglasses, and more. The best part? Try on any frame, anywhere, with our 3D virtual try-on. Zenni.com. Eyewear for everyone. The reactions that I would have expected the other ones to, like Bailey walking up with a silent sob like Sasha did, would be more natural, and Sasha throwing a fit like Bailey did would be more natural, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it was it was horrible. I hated it. She was like talking to where the camera could hear it, you know. Yeah, saying weird stuff. It was it was pathetic. I was I was like, I couldn't handle it at all. I was like, man, I wish somebody would throw a beer at her. You mentioned that to me, and that is so fucking nineties. That's so mean. It's ruthless. Yeah, you it's, can't get away with that. It's no, I could never do that. I could do that to a guy for sure. Like I'm not uh, talking about get, and I'm talking about like, obviously you're gonna get whatever. Well, at the least you're gonna get thrown out. Maybe you get arrested. Yeah. I'm talking about like somebody that's in the front row. But yeah, I don't know if I'd have the stones to just hit Bailey with a cup of beer when she's no, when, no. when she's supposed to be crying. <laughs> Jesus, that'd be ruthless. Yeah, but I could probably do it to some asshole I hated. If I like, if if I was like twenty, you know what I mean. I wouldn't do that nowadays. Yeah, I mean beers are expensive. They're like ten dollars. Beers are expensive. <laughs> like ten dollars. Okay, real... maybe, maybe go fill a beer cup full of water from the faucet. <laughs> yeah. Throw that. Yeah. Cool you down a little bit. Uh, Charlotte's been in the game for seven and a half years, but that's, um, like NXT. And develop like different stuff. Let me yeah. see. Oh, okay. It's July 13, 2015. So. Not, oh my God, dude. Four, four and a quarter years. And she has 10 belts. Ric Flair was in for 30 some odd years and has 16. Yeah. It's not that enough. the fuck down. It, But what are they talking about? Like the. Does it? Did she win an NXT title? I'm sure she did. What do you mean? Like this? This? You know how they do that when they count titles? You never really know what the fuck they're talking about. So they're talking about NXT two or just the main roster? I'm pretty sure it's just the main roster. Like when her and Sasha had that rivalry, they just fucking passed that thing back and forth. Yeah, that's why Sasha's like, got like five. Before, before you knew it, when Charlotte had a rivalry with Becky. When they just gave her the belt so they could do a dual belt thing for WrestleMania. That was number seven. That tied Trish Stratus, I think. And then she's she's just gotten a couple of uh, cups of coffees with the belts since then. Yeah. Um, <sighs> moving on. We had uh, one uh, non-sandwich. That made it through on the pay-per-view. And that's more women. Basically, the men were all, the entire sandwich. Yeah. Anytime there's two guys wrestling, it was sandwiches. But what I'm getting to <laughs> is the goddamn WWE Women Tag Team Championship, Eric. Yeah. The Kabuki Warriors. Yeah. Bliss and Cross versus the Kabuki Warriors. Asuka and Kyrie Sane. 
And, uh, shit, I, I thought it was going to be premature. Eric had the Kabuki Warriors. Not on the podcast, but in our live predictions. And Eric was correct. Asuka and Kyrie with the big win. They got lucky. Yeah. I saw them. Well, I saw that they were definitely building up, but I don't know. It doesn't, like, the title doesn't, they've, they've already fucked that up pretty good. The tag title? Well, hopefully not. Like, hopefully this. I trying to research it. That's good. I love the, I love the idea when it came out. And they kept doing stupid ass shit with it. Yeah. But this, no, this is a good team for sure. Like, if th- this should be a dominant team. If you fuck this up, whatever. But dominant can also be complete complacent you know like you can say Sasha and Bailey were dominant with the titles but they just never got any airtime until they lost it at Wrestlemania yeah that's what I mean like that's you can say yeah. Blessing Cross were dominant up until now with the titles but what did they do just beat Mandy and fucking Sonya a couple times yeah or the Iconics yeah I'm talking to, yeah you know what I mean I'm talking about like longevity TV yeah. time, everything. Like, actually, give them, give them, a, give us a reason to care about those tag, those women's tag team titles, will you? Oh yeah. Which this is a, I like the idea of this. Like, there's some cool teams. Like, if Tamina and uh, uh, Nia Jax get back together, I'm cool with that. That could be too dominant. That's going too far. Oh yeah, you think Vince will? <laughs> Go crazy with that? Yeah. Like, how are Oscar and Kyrie supposed to beat them? Well, I guess they kind of have a big show aspect where if you tumble the giant, then it's down for like 10 years. Yeah. You know? Yep. Yep. And so, yeah, Tamina, once she starts taking blows, lasts like five minutes. When she's dominant, she's dominant. But when she's taking blows, she's out quick. Yeah. Uh, it was. A, that was good. Yeah, it was a good match. I love the the uh, the old Green Mist came back. Oh fuck! Yeah, that's why I didn't write down. Write down. That's how they won, which is controversial, Eric. Why? Because I mean, that was always not supposed to be allowed. Like back into to Jerry's day, it was always done with the re- when the rest back was turned. Here, the rest back was turned as well. I was gonna like say Kyrie was trying to get in, the ref didn't see it. Yeah. So, did Bliss and Cross really lose the titles straight up, or did they get fucking screwed? Well, and they, who is the fucking face here? Um, oh, I I don't know, cause I was gonna say Kabuki, but then they came out uh, on Raw speaking Japanese. Which in wrestling, no, I don't know if a lot of you folks know this, but in wrestling, when you speak another language, you are a heel. Unless it's Spanish and you're in a, a larger Hispanic cultured area. Like on the same Raw, Ray was speaking Spanish okay. in an interview. Yes. And they're in Bakersfield, California. So No, that's different. Yeah. I'm talking about like... Like, Shins- they did this with Shinsuke a little bit, didn't they? Yep. I mean, it's a classic wrestling move. Oh, they're doing it right now. They're doing it with uh, uh, AOP. That's different. It is different. It, it at least is a cool take on it. 
Also, when I saw the ALP thing on Raw, we're tangenting, but can you remind me, do you remember the languages that they were speaking? It was two different languages. Oh, uh, Punjabi? It was Punjabi and... um, Punjabi and German? No, not German. Uh, It sounded German, but... Yeah, Punjabi. I know, that's definitely one of them. And the other one sounded some sort of like Germanic. I'll figure. Game. I'll figure it out. Yeah. What What else was good from that? Anything, or just talk about the main event? From Hell in a Cell. Yeah. Uh Like we said, just a lot of sandwiches. I'll run through them in thirty seconds while you're trying to look that shit up. Tornado tag match: Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan versus Harper and Roman Reigns and Bryan win. <laughs> Uh, Brian's looking like a face again. You son of a bitch. I thought the F-Movement was dead. Single match, Randy Orton versus Mustafa Ali. Orton wins like he knew he would with an RKO, and out of nowhere, Cole chases his pants like me and Eric called right before the match. Six-man tag, Viking Raiders and Braun Strowman versus the club. AJ Styles, Gallows, and Anderson. Uh, this one is a winner via disqualification. The club wouldn't listen to the ref's orders, so he went for the bell eight minutes in. Cheer sandwich. Single match, Baron Corbin, King Corbin, STD, super tough dude, versus Chad Gable. Gable gets the underdog win here. And yeah, that, those are the families. Well, I can't find it. Thank you for the sandwich update. <laughs> but I, I cannot find that anymore. That's alright. Um, I'll think of it. But, so yeah, other than that, we got to talk about the main event, of course, that had the wrestling world in arms. Up in arms, Jeff. Up, up in motherfucking arms. Yeah, really set, shit. <clears throat> they really set the world ablaze here because, but I, I don't understand, like, so everybody knows that Seth Rollins hit Bray Wyatt with 500 curb stomps. Yeah, well, 506. Yeah, followed by um, chair shot, followed by... There's a pedigree stuck in there, too, I think. Oh, yeah, so pedigree, chair shot, followed by ladder, followed by box of tools, followed by the lethal sledgehammer hit that would... To a pile. Yeah. Not hitting his face. You're hitting a pile of shit that's on top. You're hitting a chair uh, that's below a ladder that's below a toolbox. Yes. He so hits, he's just getting the love tap, really. Yes. I mean, it's... Yeah. He's he's does this lethal shot that gets him to be... We don't really know what to call it. The bell rings. The ref throws out the match because it's too, it's too lethal, you know? Yeah. And in between all this, Bray keeps kicking out, and Seth can't put him down, so that's what he's going to do. He's going to hit him with the sledgehammer. The ref says, oh, don't do it. You know, don't do it. You're not this guy. Yeah, this isn't you. So Seth does it. Match gets thrown out. Seth Rollins retains, and the wrestling world is furious. Yeah, IWC (laughs) is not a happy community. For, uh... Uh, just different reasons. As far as I can tell, they're just a bunch of marks who were pissed that he didn't win the title. Seriously. So it's like, it's like you're an idiot. That like, 
I'm a Bray Wyatt Mark too, but his character, like, it's just, it's just building. Would you give it some fucking time? Yeah. You want him to be the fucking champion out of nowhere? Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. It's stupid. God, dude. Like, it, they finally have something great. Just let it slow build. Yeah. So that's let my... There'll be plenty of time for the Fiend to have a belt maybe down the road. Yeah, because it was funny after the match, like, we were having this conversation, but it's totally different than what they were pissed about. Exactly. Which is weird. We were pissed about the integrity of the match. Yeah, I mean, it, like, like yeah, the WWE, they shot themselves in the foot, in my opinion, by booking this thing, because how are you going to, like, if you're not going to give Bray the title, how are you going to make Bray look strong and Seth retain in a Hell in the Cell environment? Exactly, because Hell in a Cell is no disqualification. Yeah. So the only way to win is pinfall or submission. I mean, I know that's drilled into everyone's heads by Cole and Corey, but I just re-drilled it for the casual mark. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. That was, I thought that was, well, what we said was at least explain yourself. Like, if that's what you're going to do, okay, but after the sledgehammer, we need somebody to be like, the ref has thrown out the match for it being, you know, too dangerous or something, which would be, yeah. which would be lame. But like it, like we didn't like the ending either. But like, at least explain it. It was just like, what the fuck was that? There's no DQ. Like everybody's just like, what? No DQ. We all know that. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just weird. But for us, for different reasons, and it was annoying how Seth. Did the curb stomp like 500 times? That makes it look super weak. It does. Like, I, <clears throat> I, I've, I've never been big on, a curb, on his curb stomp. I mean, it's, it's kind of cool. Just because you, you can, like, run straight into it. You can imagine doing that to someone bending down tying their shoe, walking down the street. Yeah. But, like, I've never considered that to be, like, a, a rock bottom, like, the special before the special. I've never considered it to be that strong at all. Yeah. It's a fucking foot to the face, for Christ's sake. I used to, Eric used to put his foot in my face when we were kids all the time. <laughs> I didn't fucking die. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's Hell in the Cell, man. The wrestling community really flipped out about this one. There was AEW marks. There's AEW chance. Yeah, AEW, Booze, Reign, Supreme, like, adds a pay-per-view cutout. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. We, we didn't finish the story, because um, afterwards, they, they're raising the cell immediately, like, oh, shit, Grace hurt, blah, blah, blah. So they rush some EMTs and shit in there. I don't know if they're trying to make it Mankind-like with that vibe or what. I don't know. Just the sledgehot, the sledgehammer shot was so vicious. But, yeah, so the EMTs come in there. Rollins is still freaking out. Like, he was nearly sobbing before the uh, before the sledge shot. And, uh, like, he's just still freaking out because, like, he didn't want to kill a guy. I don't know how you could, but let's live that cave man lifestyle. <laughs> yeah. Let's say maybe Bray's dead. Yeah. Well, yeah, you could have killed him with a... I mean, you could kill a guy with a sledgehammer, no doubt. Yeah. But, anyway, so... The EMTs rushing around him. They're putting him on the plank, and uh, Seth like gets his beak in there to like check, make sure Bray's all right. 
and all of a sudden, just the fucking death claw comes out from nowhere. Bray Wyatt puts Seth in a mandible claw, and then the fucking lights uh, kick out. Go to classic fiend shrieking and everything. Given the audience is still booing, but like Seth's actually bleeding from his mouth. Like they, Bray got his blood packets out. Yeah, there's a blood packet under that tongue. So all in all, I'll just I'll I'll say the WWE like like you said kind of shot themselves in the foot, but I'm not gonna fucking be up in arms and flip over to AEW like some chotch ass. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I'm I'm excited about AEW. I hope it's cool too. But like, I yeah, I don't. I'm like, I don't know. I think it was a huge overreaction. I, I am too, and I'll record some bitch tonight. But like. Yeah, I, 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 I feel the WCW vibes, and I was always a WWE, WWF guy back then, so I was sticking to the belt like Taker. Oh, yeah. No, I understand. Like, it, it was, it wasn't, I wasn't in love with the ending either, but the whole time we were both wondering, like, how are they going to do this? Because, like, I didn't think they were going to give it to Bray. But then again, they could have, I don't know. But you could tell the crowd, that's what the crowd wanted, because, like, when he started doing a hundred curb stomps and they thought the end was near, they were booing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like as soon as Seth got any momentum, it was just a wave of marks booing because yeah, the marks bought tickets expecting Bray to get his first title run as a feed. And that did happen. And they got all, they got all upset, went home and got on the blogs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause they, they sometimes they'll try to cloak it in the fact that there sh- there shouldn't be a DQ in a Hell in a Cell, but the real reason they're mad is the fanboys. Yeah, like I say, I, I'm mad about integrity, but you can only be so mad about that because it's wrestling. They make up rules when they want. Yeah, seriously. Have you ever noticed how a lot of times they don't count when <laughs> when both the wrestlers are outside the ring? It happens like every night. Yep. Uh, no, my my fantasy ending, I forgot what you said yours was for this match, but my fantasy ending was when Bray was just laying like a fucking hamburger in the middle of the ring there, like with his arms and legs flailed out, and Seth was looking for something under the ring, which ended up being a toolbox. I was hoping he'd get some rope, pull some exorcism shit, tie each of his limbs to a turnbuckle, and pin him that way. Boom. Wait, who's going to pin who? Oh, Seth? Seth, yeah. Just exercise the demons, baby. (laughs) Tie each one of them. Yeah, no, I get get you now. With rope to the turnbuckles. And he's just laying there like a pancake. He can't kick out, even as a fiend. Yeah, you can't kick out. That's true. That does make... He wins twice, brother. Yeah. (laughs) That's not a bad one. I mean, Bray doesn't look weak. I mean, especially if he was, like, handcuffed to something or something stupid like that, you know? Yeah. That's a good idea. I don't remember what. Mine was ridiculous. It was. I don't remember what it was. It involved Bray Wyatt getting tased by the police. <laughs> yeah, like, Vince Mc... it was Vince McMahon coming out and stopping the match or something. Yeah, and, and then, like, Bray can't be... 
Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Stop. Well, no, it was something. God, I don't remember. It was ridiculous. It's like Bray's just too strong because he's kicking out after one. That Vince just comes out struck and all. Yeah. He's like, stop this. And he brings out security. That's right. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah, he, he, the, like, Seth can literally not keep this man down. And and Vince just comes out after ten minutes and he's sick of it all and he's like, Stop this, stop this shit and he sends the cops on him and then they tase the shit out of Bray Wyatt and he's just eating the tasers like that guy, like that one crazy guy on the Damn. I don't know, it was like an internet clip. A guy smoking yeah, yeah. a cigarette, you know what I'm talking about, where he gets tased and he doesn't even phase him. Yeah. Like that. Like Bray's just eating him. Just taking it one after the other. No, it would have been great. Uh, real quick, what would you think about the uh, red lighting? I liked it. I was down with it from the beginning. When they did the intros, I was like, oh, this looks cool. It would be cool if they kept it. And then they did it, which I was real surprised. Didn't expect that at all. I did expect that. There, there's uh, some good and bad aspects. I liked it overall as well. Like it, uh, like I mentioned, it made the uh, we're not fans of the red cell, and with the red lighting, the red cell just became a fucking aluminum cell again. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. It was. It, a, just, it made it made it de- demonic and shit, you know. Yeah, the bad parts, like you were probably saying, like the the like sometimes it was hard to see. Yeah, it's hard to see, and then like when I look from the like. TV was the only source of light here, so when I looked down to my phone, I'm like, holy shit, my vision's fucked up right now, you know? Yeah. You'd have to readjust every time, but I, I like how it's hard to see. I think when it's hard to see, like, it just, it helps the cape fame, because you can't see if the blows are hitting or not. Yeah. No, I agree. I thought it was super cool. I thought it was a, a, a nice risk they took that turned out well. I'm curious, you think the, uh, live audience could see just as well as we could if not better i think they could see better yeah probably better than us that's what i was thinking and i don't know why but that was my that was my thought i don't know if the camera had a grainy filter if that's just how it dealt with the lighting but it just looked a little grainier than normal yeah i don't know it's good though I mean, yeah. let's, let's not be so quick to poop on this you marks wanted bray and seth in a fucking hell in a cell and you got it. Yeah. I think it's a good thing, man. I think this character needs to live on. This is a good character. We don't want to yeah. run through everything in five fucking seconds and be done with it like a dirty slut. Yeah, at this pace, the Fiend, would, the fiend character will be dead by WrestleMania. Yeah. So let's just chill. Yeah. Um, We're, we're running long, Jeff, but we got we to gotta at least mention a few things from Raw. I guess. It's okay. Raw was filler for the most part. But yeah, there's a few parts that stood out. Yeah, it was total filler. There was another uh, Lana and Lashley story. With... Yeah, the, uh, the cocktails. Yep. 
<laughs> Bobby the Bull Lashley. This one got real raunchy. Like, imagine the families that came to this show. You know, if we're, if we're doing it, like, we got to pick. We got to pick a side. Are we going family friendly or are we going raunchy again, baby? I don't know. They, they did kind of teeter the... They they teetered the line. Like even when she was in her like like underwear they didn't show it, you know. He like held the towel over. Yeah. Yeah, he held the blanket up. So basically for some reason at the start of Raw, Rusev's getting beat down by Corbin and Orton. It's just chaos. And then uh Bobby Lashley gets on the big screen. He's like, Hey, hey, Rusev. Check this out. I'm in your robe. I'm yeah. Rope. I must be in your house. And what's this? This looks like your bed. Yeah, let me slide on in here. He's like, well, we're missing something. We're in your bed. I got your robe on. What are we missing? And Lana comes out in some fucking brassiere and pay. I, well, I don't know what the fuck she was wearing. Uh, she well, no, she was towel first. Was she toweling? Or yeah, or yeah, I think so. No, it was like some lingerie, some kind of cover up, like some kind of I don't know, like a thin, you know, something you wear over, oh yeah, over yeah. the undergarments. So it was, and then Lashley like held the ta- held the held the blanket up. Yeah, held the blanket up. So it kind of PG that because back in the day they would have showed all that shit. Oh yeah, they would have fucking <clears throat> stuck her boobies in your face and everything yeah put the camera right in her ass yes <laughs> they didn't give a shit so so yeah that that happened that started off the show she gets in bed and then she takes off her top and snuggles up with bobby yep with bobby the bull ashley <laughs> so so Heyman's still doing that trick yeah um, and basically, you see, like, once that's done, Rusev's just fucking crushed. No pun intended. And uh, Orton and Corbin are just in the background laughing at him like a couple of schoolboys. So Rusev just fucking takes his anger out on those two squares. Yeah, it was it was a interesting segment to start it off with. It was. But you got you got the conclu- like you needed to do a follow up after what you did last Raw. Oh, for end, sure, so. for sure. I'm, I'm sure we I'm sure we haven't seen the last of it. No. Uh, last woman standing match. This was up next. Natty versus Lacey Evans. Yep, more Natty and Lacey. This was good. Yeah, it was. They had a couple cool spots. I liked their uh, stuff at the announce table. Yeah. And, like, they, they used, like, an actual... Well, I say an actual trash can, but... Like, they, they used... I don't know. Lacey has this indie vibe that came out in this match. Like, there's a couple of greasy spots where she just did some indie-type shit to get through it. Oh, yeah. Uh, she totally missed uh, a moonsault off of the... Off of the, uh... The barrier thing, you know? Yeah. That was hilarious. And Cole, or yeah. somebody was like, I guess it was Vic now, he was like, it doesn't look like she got all of it, but she got enough. It's like, nope, she didn't get any of it. Yeah, she, she got 0% of that one. <laughs> she got zero. 
She also launched a trash can at Natty at one point, like at Natty's face. Except it wasn't classic wrestling where you launch it like flat side at him so it could put a dent in it. She fucking launched it rims first right to Natty's jaw. That was indie as fuck, man. God damn. Like, I'm like, sweet Jesus, Natty. Like, Natty sold the shit out of it, too, because it probably hurt. Oh, yeah, for sure. That was so dumb. Why would you do that? I don't know. <laughs> uh, then, then the uh, match made its way up to the announce table, slowly but surely. And Jerry didn't want to get out of there. He wanted to be in the action. Yeah. Like, the rookie's like, Jerry, cunt, cunt. And, like, you could see uh, Vic, like, announcing, like, his normal self, but the camera... He didn't know the camera was on him in the background. He's, like, frantically waving for the king to walk down the steps to get out of the way. Yeah. The king wasn't really in the way. He was just chilling. Like, what's wrong with him being there? Yeah, he just you know he just wanted a good look at the ladies. Yeah, dude. He's like, I'm not going anywhere, you dumbasses. <laughs> he was trying to contain himself all match. From, like, he, he noticed a couple of hoo-hoo. Yeah. <laughs> but he didn't go full-on puppies or anything, you know? Oh, yeah. No, that, yeah, that was a good one. They did a they did the uh, the table spot at the end there where uh, Natty very gingerly threw Lacey through the table off the uh, stage. Two foot stage. Yeah, it was kind of cool though. It's cool, but yeah, it's just, tell straight as all hell. Natty wasn't in position yet, so they had to like walk to it, and then Lacey checked behind her to make sure it was a go. Yeah. Anything. But I'll take, I like the, the match is cool overall. It's a great job, and they're probably fucking tuckered out by then, so I'll give them a pass. <clears throat> yeah, no, for sure. That was the, that was the best best part of Raw, for sure, I thought. Well, I'll throw you one other match that uh, exceeded my expectations. And that's uh, the club versus the Lucha House Party. Oh, I didn't see that. Uh, they make the Hulu cut, huh? Don't think so. I mean, it is a sandwich match. You know how it's going to end. But, like, I came in with the same fucking mindset. Oh, you're putting the Lucha House Party in a sandwich again, huh? And the Lucha House Party came to play, man. Yeah? Yeah, they, they did some cool fucking shit throughout this match. I mean, they're classic Lucha House Party still. Like, they're not getting a lot of pop from the audience. But at one point, like, I think the coolest move they did was uh, the entire club was scattered, like, around uh, one corner of the ring. Like, basically, if you have the square there, you have uh, AJ directly behind the turnbuckle outside the ring, and then uh, Gallows, like, in the middle of the ring, and then on the other side, Anderson out in the middle of the ring. Does that make sense? Yeah, yep. But everyone's outside the ring. Like, that. it's just how they're spread out. So the Lucha House Party, all three of them get up on one turnbuckle, top rope. The middle one is up on the turnbuckle post, and they're all facing backwards. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Because you didn't see that Anderson, AJ, and Gallows are spread out like they were. I'm like, what are these guys up to? All of a sudden, in near-perfect sync with each other, they all just bust out these huge-ass moonsaults, and each hit a respective club member. It's it 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 amazing. Damn. Yeah. <clears throat> Damn, I got fucked on the Hulu cut. 
Yeah, it's a, a surprisingly good showing by the Lucha. House I just, <laughs> I just saw a bunch of bullshit with Tyson Fury and Braun Strowman. Yeah, that was that was terrible. Let's let's get to that. That's the main event. Yeah, I'm done with the dude. Like, it, they gave it way too much time. There was like, you know, all it was was Tyson Fury coming out to confront Braun. You know, he just demanding an apology. Uh. Bronze like, you know, no, you don't come into my house and do this, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah. And then they, they do the classic, they're trying to get after each other, and there's a million security guards holding them back, and then they break through, and oh, and then they're back at each other, and then the security's pulling back, and oh my god, Braun Strowman broke through. <clears throat> he goes and attacks. It goes back and forth and back and forth, and they gave it like ten minutes, it felt like. It was so boring. Yeah, it's, it's way too long. I, I don't know, like, because throughout the night they had both sides interviewed backstage, so they already, like, made their points clear. So then when you got out face-to-face, there's only, like, two statements you could say because, I mean, Braun's not the best talker. He keeps it pretty conservative and meaty. Yeah. Tyson Fury is not a talker at yeah. all. No, he they they it was real scripted. It was... uh. If you don't do that, I'll kick your ass. Yeah, and they, they each had very scripted um, uh, remarks to say to each other. Braun said something to the effect of stepping in my yard, and then Vince clearly fed uh, something I'd get under Braun and the Mark skin by saying, having Tyson Fury say, how many heavyweight titles have you won? Yeah. Which is good. That's a good lie. That's deep. Yeah. It does cut deep. Uh, it's like Vince making fun of himself almost, you yeah. know? <laughs> uh, it's... So... Yeah, it, then after that, it's just 10 minutes of people getting through security and then getting through wrestlers and shit. Yeah, the WWE locker room came out to assist, of course. Yeah. And yeah, like you said, it's, it's way too long. They... they the, the whole point of this Raw was to get to SmackDown and get to the draft. This is purely from point A to point B. There's no new storylines at all. No. It was it was pretty shitty. Um, but it is what it is, Jeff. Yeah. It's going gonna, it's gonna to get us to uh, Friday, but it was kind of a bummer of a week for me. Was it? Just the Raw. Oh, okay. I mean, Hell in a Cell is alright. We already went over that. Yeah. <clears throat> like, uh, we didn't we didn't mention this, but uh, that whole Becky Charlotte versus Kabuki Warriors came through, well, it's it scheduled and announced beforehand, but it came through Ms. TV with Becky and Charlotte, where they just did the old story of uh, Becky and Charlotte gloating to one another. Like, really? We're not going down this path again. Yeah. Yeah. And then, who won that match? Oh, the Kabuki. <clears throat> yeah, uh, more green mist, actually. Kind of sloppily done this time. Asuka missed. Yeah. No pun intended. She missed. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, it, was, <clears throat> it was an okay match, but I don't know. It was, like you said, it was just filler. And then we got Tyson Fury for 15 minutes. <clears throat> It's, I got man, I got something in my throat bad. Woo! Oh, Eric, last 
going number one overall. And first off, I need to say, why do they have the? Why do they have this portrayed as USA versus Fox? Is that what they're doing? You didn't catch any of that on Raw? No. Jerry's plugging that hardcore. He's talking like, so you think like he's he's going. He's just talking during the match, classic Jerry fashion. He's like, so you think right now all the Fox executives are kind of huddled up in some sort of war room looking at uh, this performance, trying to think of who's the best to get on their brand, on their network? Oh, God. Like, the the, imag- the, the thought of billionaires at a Fox corporation <laughs> and billionaires at an NBC yeah, that's hilarious. corporation. Yeah, that's fucking hilarious. I'd love to see that. I don't know. I think we got to take Brock. <laughs> we ought to take the Beast. They they all know their nicknames. Yeah. What do you think, John? But they're still saying it correctly when they announce yeah. it on Friday. We'll yeah. take the Beast Encarnacion Brock <laughs> Lesnar. I think, uh, I think uh, let's see. Who's going number one? Could be Bork Laser, of course. Oh, there it was. Huh. Just got a call from Washington, D.C. for one second. Oh, you fucks. Uh, let's go... I'll go Undertaker. Wow. Dark Horse. Yeah, I feel like, why not? Last uh, last draft taught me a thing or two, and that's <laughs> that uh, it's 2019, so they feel in, in, impelled to uh, draft women number one. I'm sticking with Becky going number one again. Yeah, that's back de- back. that's definitely good. Uh, that's a good prediction, no doubt about it. She's hot, red hot. Yeah, could be but, could be Seth, Becky, Brock. They, they, they mentioned on Miss TV, she's like, Miz is like, to Charlotte and Becky, you guys could be on the both, on the same show or different shows. Yeah. I'm like, hang on, you're talking to the Raw and SmackDown Women's Champion. Let's just leave them where they are. Yeah. I mean, you know the wild card rule is coming out again anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, seriously. What the fuck are you talking about? Are you really just going to have the SmackDown champ on Raw? Yeah, makes no sense. <laughs> But yeah, big, big draft. Uh, I'll hope to catch some live draft next Monday on Raw in Denver, Colorado. Yeah, you bet you gotta go, dude. You gotta be a great recap from whenever we record next week. Hell yeah, for sure. Um, anything else, Jeff? We went a little long today, which is surprising because there wasn't much. I think it was the Hell in the Cell talk. Yeah, probably. The, the IWC's fired up about this Bray Wyatt thing. We had to we had to comment on that. Yeah, we had to ban the cool flames. Yeah, cool flames. Everybody calm down. Yeah. Uh yeah, just a plug for thirty second bolt it's coming back. Next week? Uh just depending on when we record, I assume next week, yeah. Yeah, let's make it next week. Let's say it's coming back next week. Fuck yeah. Alright, Jeff. Night night. Night night. But now I don't You're understand. Start calling it. Now I don't. Now I don't understand. Good. Huh? I said, okay. As things change, other things stay the same. 
like Ohio Lottery scratch-offs. From small tickets to big tickets, from bright colors to flashy themes, there's something for everyone. Big wins make big stories, but it's the millions of small wins every day that make life-changing memories. And your biggest win will come by following the state-recommended safety protocols during this special holiday season. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important.